0: Like that is a I mean, series that could literally last the length of one piece in terms of like of what's happening in the story.
1: It's literally one piece was just it's an open sea, go be a pirate. From what I've gotten from you with Eden Zero, it's it's open space. It rocks. Do what you want.
0: Yeah, it's open space, yes. it rocks. <laughs> go be a pirate. That that's that is legit. What's up, everyone? Welcome into Animan Plus. This is episode 18. I'm your host, Alex Light. Joining me, as always, I got my boys. I got Josh and Zach both over the phones. Josh, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. I'm doing great. I'm, I'm, gl- I'm fucking glad you're doing great, man. You sound pumped, and I'm pumped for it. Let's fucking go. I, I just
2: woke up from a nap before you called me. So,
0: <laughs> Oh, dude, perfect time perfect time yeah. jumping into the show nice and refreshed from a nap on your day off can't be better on the other side we you do have Zach on the phone as well go. what's up
1: I wonder how this would go if we didn't make our introduction like just now
0: oh uh, we didn't f- <laughs> do you you gotta call it out man
1: I mean I gotta I gotta keep this honest because apparently we gotta make shit
0: up I mean that's true. We do just have to. We do just have to make shit up as we go. Let's We're notorious for
1: making things up, Alex.
0: Like are you going to reference that? Shit. I mean, yes, I will. Okay, <laughs> I'm still just going to assume that you watched that episode and you're just fucking with me. But you are the type of person to not watch it just for the sake of the meme.
2: That's true.
0: That is something that you would
1: do. Not, this is why I'm not watching Dr. Stone.
0: So that Okay, now that is true. You're, you're, you're staying true to that meme. That is 1,000% true. Well, uh, we got a lot of stuff on the slate today. Okay, We got our, all of our anime talks, which, you know, once again, shout out to us. We've now got, what, uh, eight series on the lineup now since we've got Dr. Yeah. Stone. I mean, not Dr. Stone, Attack on Titan Vol, thanks to Josh. Uh, so yeah, eight different animes on the, on the slate. That's pretty hype. I will say going forward, we're going to do our best to keep those manga ratings and chapter ratings, you know, pretty brief. So we can make time for the anime and stuff like that. We're going to try to keep it, you know, just to the ratings themselves, maybe a little quick, non-spoiler thought, nothing too detailed. So that way we can give more time to all the anime talk here. Uh, and then we got a lot of news today. We got a lot of news to just kind of do some quick hits on some pretty cool ones for stuff that's coming out this summer. Uh, you know some new arcs starting up here in the near future, uh, some awards going on, lots of different stuff on the slate. But first and foremost, let me let me hit some uh, quick plugs here. So we did actually finally do our My Hero Academia. Heroes Rising bonus cast that will be up this week as well. So make sure you go check that out for our full thoughts on that movie. Uh, if you're interested in like uh, gaming, movies, TVs, my podcast Lighthearted is a great place to go for that. We do have the Pokemon 25th anniversary special coming out in February, which is going to be a massive celebration for the Pokemon franchise. Uh, you can go check us out on all of our social platforms. Uh, follow up with everything that's going on in the world of Sparky Three and animan plus but most notably the animan plus podcast uh the animan plus podcast twitter at animan podcast it's a great way to keep up to date with everything as well. Josh does a great job over there sharing stuff on the reg. I pop in from time to time and share some stuff here and there. We also have an official Twitter for Lighthearted as well called at LightheartedPod. You can follow us there as well. And if you want to support us further, the Patreon is a great way to do so. But hey, just f- what listening to the show, sharing with your friends, stuff like that. That's a great way, and we appreciate you for that. Shout out to Jared, our Tier Four patron. He does have a topic request for Anime Plus. We will not be hitting it this week. Uh, the topic that he requested was uh, a series or a series um, that we think is underrated that people should check out. That's that's going to be the topic. We'll probably hit that next week. I think is what we're going to look at doing on episode nineteen or episode twenty one of the two. But we do have that Patreon topic request coming up. All right. Let's jump into the news. We got a lot of stuff on the slate, so let's kick things off with one of the bigger announcements that popped out this week that I'm personally really exciting, excited for, and that is uh, a new Seven Deadly Sins movie coming out this summer. It is titled Cursed by Light. Uh, it takes place directly after the conclusion of the latest season, which the latest season will, or it should, uh, conclude what the manga had finished and apparently the material is stuff the creator wanted to use in the manga but could not fit. I have my theories. Um, I definitely have my theories, I think, you know, also based on the title, and it's based on what I think is kind of some maybe some potential loose ends from the end of the series. Something involving uh, angels, I think, is going to be the route that it's going to go, particularly a certain angel. Um involving you know just the title itself cursed by light uh, the curse if you follow seven daily sins, you know of the curse that I'm speaking of the curse that is on Elizabeth and Meliotis, uh, that was finally revealed in season three or season four of seven daily sins depending on where you are. So I, I think it's going to involve some angels I think I think that's what it's going to involve which I thought was a, a loose end with the manga. Uh, the, the last like little arc, that took place in the manga after the demon stuff. It felt very, very rushed. It was clear that he was quickly, that they were quickly trying to wrap up this series. And it's very clear that there was more room for other things to be involved. Now, we do know that we have the Seven Deadly Sins uh, Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse sequel manga coming out this month in January. It should be out in like... I don't know. I think it's like a week, a week, a week, week and a half or so. We'll get the first chapter for that coming out here soon, which is going to be taking place uh, all focused around Meliodas' son as well as Bond's son. Really excited to see where that's going to go. Obviously, it's going to be more focused on like you know King Arthur and everything along those lines. Um, But either way, I'm really pumped for this movie coming out this summer. Uh, I'm curious the studio that's going to be doing it. I'm wondering if it's going to be the same studio that's done the last two seasons of the anime that we know now. And, uh, you know, even though Seven Deadly Sins still has a lot of popularity, uh, a lot of people are, you know, still love the series. They love the anime. They're looking forward to the sequel. There's a small part of me that's kind of surprised about a new movie being announced because of how the first one kind of flopped. So there is that little bit of surprise factor there for me. So now I'm going to be kind of curious to see if this one's going to flop this summer. But since it's going to have a different set of material that feels like it's more tied into the story, you know, I feel like it has a lot better chance to succeed than the last one. The last one, yeah. the material that was used for it, and it's it's an entertaining movie. That's that's. I'm not going to say it's a great anime movie. I mean, it's
2: There's a weak anime movie. Let's
0: up. Yeah, I, and, I, I it was entertaining. Right. It, was, it was entertaining at best, right? Like, um, you know, it, it was definitely on the weaker side. It, it really felt like like an old, like, you know, Dragon Ball or Naruto movie where it really held no relevance at all to what was going on. It's just a movie to be a movie. Uh, now, they did reference. They, they do reference in the manga. I cannot remember if when they reference in the manga has already been animated. I think it has. But they do actually reference that group. Uh, from the movie, the first movie in the manga, at one point, but it's kind of like what they've done with like the My Hero movie references in the manga, where it's like one brief little reference here in yeah, one panel, like and that's it. Um, but either way, it just it, it feels really empty. It has some pretty cool action. Love the soundtrack, of course, but it's kind of a weak movie. But with this movie having you know, cursed by light, being material that he wanted to use in the manga but didn't get to it actually kind of excites me a little bit because I do feel like there is a pretty big loose end with the angels that I, I'm thinking this is what it's going to tie up. Um, yeah, the
2: question, the question I have, cause, um, I don't know how much involvement he had in that first movie if any, but it seems like he's the creator of the seven deadly sins is like all in on this movie. Right. So it might just be like that grand conclusion that, you know, everyone's kind of wanted that, he wasn't able to do in the manga
0: yeah and i and that's a great point you know because uh he seems really involved with this one you know with uh, you know like i said you know being previous you know material that he didn't get to use so it gives me a lot of hope for this movie it is coming out this summer uh i am curious how quickly it'll come out to us because we know the my hero academia third movie is coming out this summer and, I, and as far as i know that it, that's going to come out to us pretty quickly. You know, it's My Hero Academia we're talking about. That'll come to the West fairly quickly. I'm wondering how quickly the Seven Deadly Sins movie will come our way. Because um, I'm, I'm definitely am definitely do what?
1: Good leg only. You
0: won't ever see it. There is that possibility, you know. Yeah, it, we, we may well, not be able to see it until it comes out on, you know, Blu-ray. So
2: I think it's going to be like a, a Netflix thing because Netflix, pretty much as like the exclusive rights to them ever since, if I'm not mistaken. So
0: we're
2: yeah. like my hero one piece, like those kind of things will come out super fast. because Funimation will like do everything they can to put them out really fast. the I think Netflix is going to wait for it to do its run. And then probably 2022 is when we'll get to <laughs> 2022.
0: Yeah, you're right, dude. That's a solid possibilities. We may not get it till next year. Um, here, here in the West on Netflix. So, um, you know, bootleg might be the way to go. Mm -hmm. Uh, we'll see Uh, either way. I'm looking forward to hearing more details about the movie as they come out. Um, So one little quick bit of news that uh, popped up this week, which, which when I saw, you know, Josh, when I saw uh, Josh put this in our discord server, I thought it was kind of funny because it immediately made me think of the other day, uh, where Josh, you made some tweet about some series coming back. I don't remember what it was, and I yeah, I, Ultimate Muscle, I, Ultimate Muscle, and I responded. I was like, "But what about?" And I had a, a Bobo meme, and I and I. That's the joke here is that Bobo is returning for something with a twenty, uh, the twentieth anniversary special on February twentieth, and I'm just like, "Did I predict the future?" <laughs> yeah,
2: it just came out of nowhere. It was like I, it was one of those things where like I saw it like twenty minutes after it got leaked, and I was like. Boo Anime for it's coming back for a 20th anniversary special. It's like, are they going to reboot the series like they're doing with Shaman King or like what's happening there? So as far as I know, it's just a it's just a one off. I mean, 20th anniversary
1: sounds like we're reverting back to time because we got Ultimate Muscle, Shaman King, to reboot reboot those ringers, those series back out. I mean, I'm I mean sort of
2: reverting all, back a decade ago. In all fairness, Ultimate Muscle was just something I'd hope for. I it, nothing is like
0: out there yet that's I just like, one oh, of your like, that's one of your low key hopes I really liked it when I was a kid that's what you said about Shaman King too
2: that's true I don't remember Shaman King either so <laughs> hey
0: well we got it coming out here sometime in the near future so you can check it out and see if it holds up for you in your mind Very true true uh, another little quick bit of news that we've got is uh, Ubisoft and Viz—they're teaming up together to produce a an Assassin's Creed manga. Uh, volume one uh, is available for pre-order right now on Amazon, uh, called "The Blade of Xiao Jun." pretty interested about this uh, I'm, I'm I'm not as big of Assassin's Creed fan as I used to be but this sort of stuff is just super cool to me to see um, companies like you know gaming companies get involved with manga in some capacity we know we, we just had the Super Mario manga come out here recently uh, we have a long long line going back many years now of Zelda manga uh, I have read everything of the Twilight Princess one that's out to this point and it, it's phenomenal and it makes me want to read the other zelda manga stuff so i don't know i just thought this was a pretty cool little thing that, that uh, is going on it's not it's cool to see other franchises and characters whatever get involved in manga in some capacity like we know we have that uh the deadpool manga is coming Red out joker manga joker manga as well so I, I don't know i just thought it was a cool little bit of news If I, i'll see if i can get my hands on the volume one and see what we got going on the synopsis doesn't really give a whole lot for you the synopsis is literally Almost like a copy paste of like what would be a synopsis for any Assassin's Creed game where it's like insert character name here, insert animus, insert, uh, you know, assassin character name here, insert past lives. You know, it's, 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 it's as basic as it could come for an Assassin's Creed type of synopsis. It doesn't really indicate where we're going to go with this obviously at all, but either way, you know, I'm kind of interested. We'll see, we'll see what goes on with it though. Um, so around this time, you know, we do have lots of different, uh, awards going on. In fact, uh, tomorrow... Well, um, January, uh, 22nd tomorrow being the day after we're recording this, we do have the Crunchyroll awards that are going to be going on lots of, I, 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 I went through all the nominees earlier, lots of different stuff going on with there, but on another set of awards that I want to shout out real quick before we, you know, maybe talk a little bit about the Crunchyroll awards is a Demon Slayer movie has been nominated, um, for I know it was submitted, but I thought it was actually nominated.
2: No, I don't think the nominations have gone in yet. No, uh the thing I was reading was just saying that like uh Studio Ghibli had submitted uh Earwig and the Witch for uh, uh to possibly to be nominated for Best Animated Film. And uh Demon Slayer had been uh, submitted.
0: Oh be okay. nominated. Okay. Okay. So, I-, I thought it they got it nominated.
2: You no, know, nothing's been nominated yet. Uh that won't be till like uh later this month, earlier next month when they start rolling out the nominations. But it was just like a really cool thought to think like Demon Slayer might actually be an Academy Award-winning film, like
0: at the Oscars. Yeah, this is wild. Yeah, it's wild to think about. You know, um, like I said, we got the Crunchyroll Awards going on, and on the twenty-second, and I kind of went through all the nominees. You know, it had a lot of different series that I personally just did not know. Um, you know, you know, shout out to jutsu kaisen on almost every single one like pretty much anything that had a reward jutsu kaisen was involved with which we're going to use that as a segue hopping over jutsu kaisen but before we use that segue i do want to point out one thing that i thought was pretty cool uh for the best fight nominees i think there was five or six two of them was from god of high school anime i thought that was pretty cool because the fight God of high school is top tier it was like That's two fights out
2: of high school, one from Jujutsu Kaisen, and the one I voted for,
0: which was a overhaul. Yeah, the overhaul fight. Yeah, the fights. The fight nominations was really good. Yeah they, yeah, they were really, really good. Um, but now hopping over to Jitsu Kaisen, you know, it's, like I said, for the Roll Awards, it was nominated for just damn near everything, anything that Pretty had a, a nomination. It had something, Best Pro Tag, Best New Series, Best Boy. Best Boy had uh, Gojo on there, had a Best Fight, <laughs> had, um, like, a Best Score, like, Best uh, Outro, Best Intro, which I'll be shocked if Jitsu Kaisen does not win the Best Outro. I will be shocked. I'll be honest. Lost in Paradise is really good. It was fire. Yeah, really, really good. I'll be shocked if they do not win that. Um, Jutsu Kaisen, though, it is literally, it is blowing up. For Shonen Jump, like it is on its way to becoming an absolutely just incredibly legendary series for Jump, uh, selling 20 million copies with just 15 volumes. Uh, to give you a comparison to that, uh, at 15 volumes for One Piece, it sold 37 million. Naruto 18, My Hero 12. Just to give kind of a brief comparison, I mean, Jujutsu Kaisen, man, it is on its way to just absolutely just be an unbelievable series, and it also just makes me wonder, it's like you know, what is what what more potential do we have half of the series like how long is this series going to go on like what 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 all are we going to explore you know there's so much that we could do with this series um you know and i'm 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 sure jump is absolutely loving it because you know we it's been very well noted that jump wants their next big hit you know and this is definitely one of them i mean this series is absolutely insane right now
2: and what's even more insane is that uh Technically, Jujutsu Kaisen doesn't even have 15 volumes; it only has 14. It, they're only counting 15 because of volume zero. Right. So that's even more impressive that you know it's outselling that. I think the list I was looking at, like some of the ones that were above it were like, you know, One Piece, Yuu Hakusho, Hunter Hunter, and there was one other I don't remember. Um, so it's kind of insane that it's eclipsing Naruto, My Hero, Bleach, those other like big names like Mangos, the big name series from Jump.
0: Yeah, it, it it really is and you know one thing uh that we mentioned last last week on the podcast is Josh I know you brought up like the um the most watched animes across like the world whatever per per area whatever yeah yeah. Yeah, and uh you know jitsu kaisen was number one for the u.s and i can't remember if it was josh or zach one of you two mentioned that you you didn't you know you didn't think that jitsu kaisen would be one that where everyone could jump in on it you know kind of like a my hero everyone can jump in on my hero you know i could see where not everyone can jump in on jitsu kaisen but here we are man and you know, it's got beautiful animation. I remember Zach mentioned about that because it is top-tier animation 100%, and that's one of the big drawings to it. But, you know, it's just insane what this series is doing right now, man. It, it, it's doing the kind of stuff that we saw Demon Slayer do literally all year last year. But, you know, this is the yeah. series as a whole, though. And
2: I think what it had come out to as a uh, worldwide, Jujutsu Kaisen was number one. Uh, the number one stream thing in 2020 in, in, on Crunchyroll with Jujutsu Kaisen. Then Black Clover and then Boruto, so it wasn't just number one in the U.S.
0: Yeah, true. Zach, do you have any thoughts on uh, you know everything with uh, the jujutsu and stuff?
1: I mean, it is what it is. is blown up. It's a very solid series. The only thing I still have to guess, is just the chapter naming, since is awful.
0: Yeah. I mean that's fair. That's fair which you know what he's referencing there is the Shibuya Incident arc that we have going on right now which a lot of people have considered one of the better arcs in a Shonen Jump manga for a really long time. I've seen a lot of people say that and uh each one of these chapters uh yeah, he's he's not lying. It's like Shibuya Incident part whatever. You know, it's like part yeah. 4 part 46. I mean that that's literally and, uh, the chapter yeah that's literally the chapter names but uh the shibuya incident uh the current on the current arc in the manga which like i said is considered one of the better arcs we've gotten in a long time for uh a manga is actually coming to a close here within the next couple chapters uh it's supposed to be ending in issue number nine which is not which is the issue coming out um next week not this upcoming issue we got you know of the chapters we got coming out on sunday but the sunday after that so uh it's the first one of february yeah the first one of february thank you um you know, so we have two more chapters of this arc. You know, we have one more chapter that's fully dedicated to this arc, kind of like the conclusion. Of the next chapter, in uh, issue nine, is going to be like the conclusion of the arc as well as kind of the start of the next one. Um, so, uh, you know, once uh, once that's all said and done, I will I will say expect a, a potential spoiler cast from us at some point talking about the Shibuya arc later on, because uh, I mean, yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff to digest from this arc.
2: Oh, oh yeah.
0: Oh my God, there's a lot of stuff to take in. <laughs>
2: And what what I'm curious about is like what's gonna happen afterwards, just because like it's all taken at the moment. But like our main character hasn't taken the name, because there's nobody, anything that's happened. So,
0: right, yeah, that,
2: that that's what I'm excited to see.
0: Yeah, same. Um, hopping over from there, uh, something that I'm actually really excited to kind of like touch on and talk about here because of how much I love, I'm loving this series. But, uh, it, so it was originally, uh, came out that, uh, hero, uh, the creator of Tale rave master, uh, Eden zero currently, uh, apparently he originally planned Eden zero to only last 30 volumes. Uh, but instead now he has decided to take a one piece type approach because of how much fun he's having making the series um now that this is not necessarily confirmed it's not confirmed how, how many he has planned but 30 is the minimum that he wants so we'll, we'll see what happens i don't remember how many volumes we're out now i don't think we're i don't think we have more than 10 at the moment i could be wrong we might be like you know, like 12 13 i can't remember for sure uh but that's just really fascinating to me and you know you know reading that hearing about that it makes a lot of sense like you know if there's going to be a series that's going to take and eat like a One Piece approach. It's going to be Eden zero. It makes too much fucking sense. Like that is a I mean, series that could literally last the length of One Piece in terms of like of what's happening in the story.
1: Because literally, One Piece was just—it's an open sea. Go be a pirate. From what I've gotten from you with Eden zero, it's it's in space it rocks do what
0: you want yeah it's open space it rocks (laughs) go be a pirate that that's that is legit and you know their their whole goal is finding uh finding mother you know that that that's their whole goal uh Uh do what
1: no
0: stupid joke okay carry on okay all right (laughs) yeah their whole goal is finding mother which could you know in this case be the one piece i mean like Eden Zero literally has the potential to go on that sort of length. And hey, as long as he's having fun with it, you know, and you keep, you know, you keep uh, introducing all these different characters of the type of ethers that they have, which is similar to like, you know, the, the devil fruits, I mean, and, ass shots. and yeah, a lot of ass shots. A lot of ass shots. No, yeah, this series has like, it legit has that sort of potential. Uh, Definitely more so than what, uh, what fairy tale could have had, you know, because it it really felt kind of confined to what was what was going on just in that world. But you know, like what Zach just said, where one piece is just open sea, go be a pirate. And this is you know open space space rocks go be a pirate you know uh, yeah i mean i would i would love to see something like that like you know the second coming of like a one piece s series i mean it, it, that's that's fucking hype man this series is really good i can't express like this is his best work easily
2: yeah and for for no one that anyone that doesn't know one piece was only supposed to last like five years and then oda has so much fun creating it like writing it and stuff that. It just kind of kept going on with it. it's still going And from what I read in that interview Hero is still in the same way About Neon Zero He's just having so much fun That he wants it to go on As long as he can
0: Which his, is His fantastic. maximum number
2: of 30 Yeah his maximum number of 30 Is by now his minimal number He wants to do
0: as many
1: Just imagine What we would be talking about nowadays If one piece really only lasts
2: five years
0: Ah oh, no I know Imagine that alternate <laughs> timeline Imagine that alternate fucking timeline
2: Where would we be
0: yeah, Josh, where would you be in your life?
2: I don't, I don't know. And if anyone sees our Twitter account, like, just know it's mainly One Piece stuff. I'm, I love One Piece so much.
0: Yeah, that, I he, don't know he where, he does where I put would up be. a lot of One Piece stuff. Yeah. yeah, I don't know where I would be. Man, uh, I got to say, um, I'm really excited. I, I don't know if both of you are going to check it out. Josh, I know you're planning to, but I'm really excited for you guys' thoughts on Eden Zero when the anime comes out. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, so Josh, I know you said you are going to check it out. Zach, I don't know if you're yeah, planning Yeah, it to. looks really hype. I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts on it because, man, it's it's great, dude. I I, I love it. It's so good. All right, so last little bit of news I'm gonna to touch on, and we're gonna use this as a segue, hopping over to all of our anime talk here is uh, so Mappa Mappa Studios, who you know has done some phenomenal work, especially within the just like the last year. I mean, they've done JJK, yeah, yeah, Jitsukaisen, God of High School, just yeah. being a couple of examples, um, you know. And now currently they're doing Attack on Titan season four. Well, apparently they've been receiving some hate recently over the quality of a uh, of, of a recent episode. Josh, you're watching Attack on Titan. You're actually caught up to it. Why don't you talk about that?
2: Yeah, it's a good time to segue into, uh, anime reviews as well. So, for those of you who don't know, Attack on Titan, the first three seasons were done by Wit Studios, and this last season was done by Mappa. So if it wasn't for Mappa, we wouldn't have the last season. Um, the the animation quality, you know, so far hasn't been super terrible. Um, it is definitely different than Wit Studios, but different in like, you know, kind of a good way. Um, But what's really getting under everyone's skin right now is the use of CG. Um, So Wit has used a lot of CG previously in Attack on Titan, and it seems NASA is using it a lot more now. Um, Personally, for me, I didn't notice it in this last episode. Um, So the episode in question is episode 65, so Warhammer Titan. Um, Which I'll use this as a place to review it first. Um, Basically, Aaron Yeager um, finally makes his appearance as the uh, attack Titan and um, is kind of attacking the kingdom of Marley from the inside um, and he ends up killing uh, Lord Tiber and his sister then becomes the Warhammer Titan and they're basically just duking it out and the Titans are completely CC they're not traditionally animated like they were in Wit well most of the Titans were traditionally animated in Wit um, so that's what kind of got in a lot of people's skins is that it's kind of like a CG Titan and it doesn't like feel normal. But then on top of that, um, we get to see the scout regimen for the first time um, this season. And a lot of them, like in their movements mid air are CG and a lot of people don't like that either. Um And the one that's really getting under people's skins, which is a completely like, I, I don't have a dog in this fight. I don't care, but they did, they changed Mika's character design. She looks more masculine than she does, but from what I've seen from the manga, she looks exactly like she does in the manga. So I don't have a dog in the side. I don't really care about that one. She's people that won't uh, be scared to be their waifus. They're like, she looks like a man now. But, yeah, um, she
1: was already always butch.
2: Yeah. And now she looks kind of, kind of more masculine in the fourth season. But like I said, it looks exactly like she does in the, in the manga at this point. Um, so That's where Map is getting their hate. Is uh, you know, a lot of people that have been long tra- time fans of Attack on Titan are you know just really hating the amount of CG used. Um, which I don't particularly like CG animation, um, either but, either, but but it, it's really not bothered me, it's not taken away from my enjoyment of the series, it didn't take away my enjoyment of the episode. I enjoyed the episode, um, and it's only for a couple scenes, so it's not like the whole thing is, you know, CG kind of like I believe B stars is kind of like a CG animation, or it may be a Dodo de Hydro on Netflix, um, which I believe that company is the one that's doing the CG animation for um, the the season of Attack on Titan. So it's not a company that's not unfamiliar with CG, but it's it, it's kind of where map is drawing the hate right now. And I mean, I guess I could see it, but I really don't because I I'm enjoying it either way. I'm not like. Focus on it. So,
1: so people are mad about the change, gotcha.
2: Yeah, basically, um, that's basically what they're mad about. It's there's a lot of like hate towards Napa. Like people are kind of like sending death threats to Napa animators and stuff like that over this change. But at the same time, like everyone's got to remember, Attack on Titan: The Final Season wouldn't have happened if Napa hadn't picked it up, and uh, when you put their complaints like out there. I can see it because when they start comparing it to Jujutsu, to Jujutsu Kaisen, yeah, man, the quality is way different than Jujutsu Kaisen. Like if that's your only complaint, yeah, man, I I stand behind you. I'm with that, but at the same time, I mean, I it's almost no different than with studios, and you know, with Studio for me, kind of like declined in the third season. So, you know, it's kind of a step up from season three animation, in my opinion. Right. Yeah, that's all I have to say about that. I mean, and that's basically the news for it is it, you know, the CG is just getting hate. I mean it was a good episode. We see Aaron fight the Warhammer Titan for the first time. We get the first look at the Warhammer Titan, which is really cool. Uh, they can create weapons out of uh, hardened skin, which is kind of a dope power. They can also hide their body so it's not like in the nape of their neck. And then we get to see the scouts come in, we get Levi and these. Mika Connie, Sasha, all them. So it's just a really it's a good episode. I'm really hyped for the next
0: episode. Okay, pretty 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 hype stuff there. You know, people yeah. people always got to find something to complain about, though. That's just how it goes. Yeah, especially I mean,
2: Black Clover. Yeah, yeah. I mean, cause I think we talked about the quality of animation, like Black Clover and stuff. Yep. In some episodes, every almost every anime has you know bad quality episodes or quality that people don't find to their standards. It just happens.
0: Yeah, well, you know, one series that it usually doesn't happen for is good old One Piece. So what would you think of One Piece uh, 958? You know, this uh, series that we talked about pretty extensively last week, animation's always on point. How, how, how are we looking in this episode?
2: This episode was really good. The animation was, you know, it's the same as it has been through all of the uh, uh, Land of Wano art. The only thing that got me in this was I was hoping to see more of Garp and Roger versus the Rock Pirates. And I figured the anime was a perfect opportunity to show a little bit of the fight. But the anime stuck super closely to the chapter, uh, which is really good. When you're watching anime, you want to stick close to the chapter. This is just the one time I wanted to deviate a little bit. Um, but overall, it was a good episode. Um, like I said, just it's basically that the chapter. So there wasn't a lot a lot different going on. You just get to see um, the backstory of Kaido and Big Mom, how they're part of the Rock Pirates, which also included White Beard, and how there was the incident at God Valley where the entire island was basically wiped off the map after the fight, and how that's how Gold Roger, or not Gold Roger, Garp became the, uh, the hero of the Navy uh, for defeating the Rock Pirates, but he had to do that. To team, but to do that, he had to team up with uh, um, Gold Roger, and then at the end, it kind of like, they talk about, uh, how, you know, the land of Wayne has always been connected to everything. And the only common denominator is Odin, who at this point hasn't showed up. So
0: right.
2: here's We'll be getting Odin's backstory, which is, I'm kind of interested to see animated, um,
0: yeah, that that's His one that's one that, really that I, good. I'm pretty interested to see animated as well. You know, I really enjoyed the uh the backstory reading straight through it as we've mentioned before, so I am going to hop I'm going to hop into the anime at some point. Uh probably the Odin's backstory I think will be a good place for me to jump in because that is one well, that next, I am very in, interested in seeing.
2: Next episode is officially the beginning of act 3 of Waino. Bueno. So oh okay. I think it's I think it's one episode and then it's the Odin backstory, so
0: Nice, nice. We're almost there then. Um, yeah. What did you guys think of uh, Black Clover One Fifty Nine? How did you guys feel about this uh, little backstory that we got going on of the Spade Kingdom?
2: I enjoyed it. I enjoyed seeing, uh, you know, the Dark Triad kind of take over the Spade Kingdom, and you know how you know became orphaned.
0: Because right. it's
2: been a while since we read the chapters. Since yeah. The chapters came out almost a, almost yeah. a year, or so it's nice to get that refresher and just you know just to get to see it. Yep. Yeah, it was
1: definitely an entertaining chapter, but uh we are sort of on that low point, of beginning to build up to what we're going to get to. So, I mean, it was a good chapter just in um, getting a flashback and learning more of you know his actual backstory.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, and then I will say it's definitely a uh, uh, go ahead. It's
2: definitely a step up from last the last episode. True, that is true. That is enjoyment. True.
0: Uh, I think that last episode was going to be a, uh, I, with what we have going on, I think that last episode was going to be a one-off in terms of quality and everything going forward. It's going to be bangers. Cause I mean, we're, we're into it now. We are into it yeah. now. Um, you know, watching this, you know, I had a question that popped in my head that I just could not remember the answer to if there was an answer in the manga, you know, did it actually show it to any capacity? how asta got there with uno as well because obviously they did ask this in this episode no. I could not I, I didn't think so I didn't think so It
2: doesn't show it but I think it I think it shows it later on because there was a question I specifically asked after we recorded one of these episodes about a character in the manga which is in total spoiler territory so I don't say anything
1: Right Well no but, it didn't, it still didn't go further did into it. how asta ended up at the church
2: we just gotcha. learned a bit
1: about asta's past
2: Gotcha. Okay. okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. So, yeah, it's okay. So, it still hasn't talked anything about how I figured
0: out there, you know.
1: Yeah, we still don't know how that hurting child ended up at that church's
0: doorstep. Yeah. And, you know, one thing watching this episode that. I want to point out as like a a little complaint. It's not like a massive one, but it's like, it's like a complaint where I know it, this, I know this is literally how it happened in the manga, but just reading it in the manga and I guess seeing it animated, just kind of hit two different vibes is I just want to kind of throw out a little complaint about how random it is that the dark triad is all of a sudden attacking the golden dawn. Like we see nothing about how they got to the clover kingdom into clover kingdom. It just happens. You know, I know that's how it happened in the manga as well, but I don't know. Just like seeing it animated, I guess it just reminded me or hit differently. Where it's like, oh yeah, that's kind of that's kind of stupid, actually. It's just
2: super random. Yeah, it, I mean, it does. It does, kinda, it does say that they're there for the arcane stage, yeah, stage yeah. mage. So you know, at least that. I
1: mean, it's just you because know, I mean we have seen, mages, we've seen high magic areas several times. I know we had the whole building thing where they're introducing people to traverse it, but we've seen mages on several occasions traverse those areas by
0: themselves.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean even Noelle was able to do it. And like at this point she's by no means one of the strongest.
0: Hey, that's best girl.
2: I mean she may be best girl, but like I mean she hasn't she hasn't she
0: hasn't shown her powers yet. Yeah, hey, you but. watch your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, hey Zach, what did you think of uh, Dragon Quest, episode 15?
1: good. I mean, it was a good, uh, fight episode where just a good fight against the third general who is very, doesn't care about honor or anything. He just cares about winning and then neuters everybody with a magic spell.
0: Hell yeah. That
1: was a. Pop's useless because he was actually made useless, not just because he's pop. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Well, that, that,
0: that's 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 good <laughs> that you specify that. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, I mean, overall, is good. We're getting a reason why this general's a bit smarter than the other two we've seen, and uh, uh, Ma'am, she actually was sort of useful instead of just being a sideline character of, "Yeah, I'm here, guys."
0: Okay. Okay. Well,
2: overall, hmm? I was going to ask Alex when he's going to catch up. I see he's still in episode two.
0: Hey, man, stop stalking <laughs> me. Get your own country roll and stop stalking me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it just, it just, It's just there every time I go to <laughs> our, our shared watch list. Dragon Quest, episode three up next.
0: Will I'll, it ever change? I'll get there, okay? It'll happen. I mean, not at
1: this point. We got so many animes coming out. I highly doubt you will.
0: That's true. No, i it's a personal mission for me. This is this is a this is a quest. It's a it's a journey right. of the soul.
1: Well, save that clip and we'll use it to start the episode when you do your personal review on Dragon Quest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll I got a whole you. special
0: episode. Ah, uh, fuck yeah, a bonus cast episode of Alex Alex's thoughts on Dragon Quest, Adventure of Die that he finally watched. He finally did it. Hey, we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, what did you guys think of Jujutsu Kaisen Episode 13, the return of uh, of the series? You know, you know, it was on a break. We had the New Year's special. Now we're back up on it with the normal stuff. I didn't actually get to check it out this week. Uh, I will be caught up with Episode 13 and 14 this weekend for the next episode. I've just been super busy. Uh, so what did you guys think of uh, Episode 13?
2: It wasn't just the return of the anime. It was also the return of Yuji Itadori, and I laughed my ass off so hard. I don't know, it was just really funny when he just popped out of the box. And I'm just like, they don't care.
0: Yeah, they don't give a shit. <laughs>
2: it was so funny. It I was mean, funny was in cool. the manga, but it was funnier in the, in the anime. It was much funnier in the anime.
0: Uh, that, I'm looking forward to checking it out then. Uh,
1: the episode itself is on point, but I'm going to continue my thing of Jujutsu Kaisen. doesn't have naming sense. <laughs> this episode is called Group Battle Zero. And next
2: episode called "Battle One." <laughs> I mean, sometimes naming is hard. Yeah, let's just, let's just throw that out
0: there. Yeah. So, Zach, let me ask you a question: Which do you, uh, which annoys you more, uh, the Kaisen naming or that Black Clover chapter titled "The Golden Golden uh, Dawn Vice Captain" with one panel of you know? <laughs> oh no, the Black Clover because that was just complete uh,
1: misinformation.
0: Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally misinformation <laughs> to a T. I, I can
1: get I can get over just bad naming sense because I don't really have to care too much. I still get it. Still uh, tells you what it? the chapter is about yeah,
2: it's about the group content. battle. <laughs>
0: ah, that's fair.
2: Which to dive into this episode a little bit. Um, I, the group battle obviously hasn't started yet. It's them like preparing for what, learning what the the group battle is going to be, and then preparing for it. And it's kind of super the big introduction. Yeah, it's uh, the next episode's gonna be super hype, man. Um, but it, it's the introduction from the uh, of more people from the Kyoto school. besides just just uh, Zenin and Toto.
0: Yeah, Toto. Yeah, big bro. Big bro, let's go.
2: So when it when it gets to, oh my can can we just talk about how the, like the the new opening is kind of like the best, especially ah. when it's uh, Toto and Itadori. Fighting whatever the grass, the forest first is where you get to see Boogie Woogie in action. It's kind of dope. I kind of liked it. I miss here in Austin Paradise though.
1: I mean, it was it was a good opening, but I still think at this moment I still like the Black Clover opening, opening better.
2: I was just saying in terms of the jujutsu guys and openings, I think the opening two is better than opening one.
0: Oh
2: yeah. Kind of made me hype for the episode.
0: I will say, Zach, I do really like this Black Clover opening, but you know, the thing is me liking this Black Clover opening we currently have, like the song itself is good. It's not my favorite song of a Black Clover opening, but I just love what's going on screen is what makes it one of my Oh yeah, no,
1: it it, it fits perfectly to what's going on in
0: screen for the opening animation. Yeah, uh, just super, super good. So yeah, what did you guys think of uh, Yashahime episode fifteen? Uh, Lots of key information came out in this episode. We got a lot of uh, we got a lot of big reveals in terms of, like what happened in the past and stuff. Uh, Josh, you know, seems like uh, you and Zach finally got the answer to uh, a long-standing rivalry you have going on here on the show.
2: Yeah, because it I seems mean, like Kugome, oh, uh, hey, it seems like Kagome is at the new and uh, you know, at his dad's grave site. So, not I'm... stuck in a crystal in a tree.
1: <laughs> I mean, all all I saw was that they got sucked into a jewel that Chisholm was pocketing. As far as I know, he may have been living somewhere else. Oh
2: Jesus Christ! I mean, that's fair, but it, he wouldn't go back and see her. He wouldn't give a shit. Let's be honest. Though I do like, uh-huh. just, I, I will say the fact that No you, what were you gonna say? Just uh, so stupid. Just uh, yeah, I, think, I think he's just gonna talk more shit. <laughs> I know. I was I was just moving on from it. No, I was gonna say I liked the the black pearl came back into play from like like episode five of the original Nyasha series.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: And how it never occurred to me before that you know that pearl might have like actually meant something at some point, and then just kind of like it was an afterthought to me at least. Um. So, like all these pearls are just, like connected, like the black pearl and all that. That was actually pretty cool. But, uh, I mean, it was a solid episode of backstory, getting to see what happened to Inuyasha and Kagome, saying that Rin is uh, Toa and Sasuna's mother.
0: Yeah, so, that confirmation that we already knew.
2: Yeah.
0: We already knew, but now, yeah, it is confirmation. So, uh, I mean, it was a yeah, solid.
2: Yeah.
0: It was, a sol- it was solid. And, uh it was a good
1: overall episode. And I agree with you, Josh, about the whole uh, pearls thing at the time, just. No real thought about than it, it was a
2: memento.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it's you know... I like uh, it might
2: be something more.
0: One thing that uh, I thought was, you know, pretty cool is that, you know, we kind of got our own, like, kind of set of confirmation in a way that Niyasha and Kogome will come back into play based on something that... Uh, his name is Draken, right? Jaquen. Jaquen, yeah.
2: Jaquen said that they're going to need a Shishimaru... Or not Shishimaru... Uh, Inuyasha's sword.
0: Yeah, to
2: taiga. Yeah. Just that form it can take where it opens the whole space that they're going to need it later on. That's why uh, Shishomaru didn't kill Inuyasha. So that was interesting as well.
0: Yeah, Shishomaru basically said, Yeah, I don't want to deal with you, little brother. Fuck off. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like this whole backstory, man, it revealed a lot of stuff for us. Like, you know, it it touched back on the little flashback we got numerous episodes ago uh, and kind of went into more full detail, really showed where Inuyasha and Guome is now. You know, we still got the more. You know, we, we kind of dove a little bit more into, I think, the Force stuff. We we got to see a little bit more of the Force stuff that happened as well. Uh, yeah, like
2: why they were out there to begin with. Yeah, while they were uh, out there to begin with, yeah. What's important to note is that, you know, it's kind of, that, that episode's kind of sort of playing out that, you know, Shishomer may not be the bad guy that he's been made out to be through the series so far.
0: Right. I mean,
2: Shishomer's always
1: been sort of a though. so he's helping, but not actually helping.
2: Yeah, and that kind of seems to be what he's doing now, is like he's helping, I I never remember this dude's name, but he's kind of helping him, but not helping him, because he didn't kill Inuyasha, but he saved Inuyasha, so he's kind of helped Inuyasha in that that respect. Right, yeah.
1: Yeah. I did when I asked you this, Josh, about the series, because I don't remember her, did Zero ever show up in the original series? I don't remember
2: her from the original series. I don't remember her either. I think okay. she might just be a new character because, I mean, I don't remember ever seeing Shishomo's mom, and now we know Shishomo's mom is alive and lives in a palace in the sky. So. Okay, because I thought
1: that was just weird interaction when she came in. It's like, it's been a while. or I forget exactly what she said, but like it had some past meeting or some, something.
2: Yeah, and it seems like a lot of these characters that they're introducing in Yoshihime are not old characters, but they're, they're introducing new characters like they've been around for a while. Kind of like mm-hmm. um, the dudes in the shell That gave uh, in you watch The Black Pearl and the Rouge They kind of introduce him like he's been in, around for a while But I have no idea who he is
1: Apparently he's the son of The character I don't remember
0: Yeah basically yeah uh, oh also i want to give a shout out to the next episode we're getting uh next episode's best girl episode pretty cool how this episode depicted how morha was raised by basically koga and like that clan that that was that was a that was pretty cool to see that you know we got to see a little tidbit now we're gonna get to explore more next episode
2: that's pretty hype i like koga as a character. so i hope he's in the episode more but it doesn't look like he's going to be
0: no, and I, I, I'm 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 pretty pumped to see how the rest of the series is going to play out because you know I really want to see how all of our main you know characters from the past play back you know all kind of rope back into everything. But overall, great episode. Yeah. Though. Definitely can't complain.
2: Yeah, I I just wish more episodes were like this episode. True, true.
0: This is probably my favorite episode so far, honestly. Oh, my too. Yeah. All
2: right, how's the stone wars, then?
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How's how's the stone wars going for you? Let's, yeah. let's
2: to segue into stone wars actually i mean this episode was all right it was kind of cool to see uh sinku bring in information warfare to the stone age so that was pretty cool um i mean overall though the episode like wasn't like super hype or anything um just to give some context for alex who has read it and zach who has not read it um basically it's what's happening at the same time as a uh, they're trying to deliver the the cell phone to uh, the spies and in this camp. Um, they're basically trying to catch his, his spy. Um, and to do that, they end up using both cell phones to create, you know, a pincer attack, to, like catcher off guard and stuff. I mean, that's basically what the entire episode was, which, you know, it wasn't like super hype. It was entertaining, um, but on a scale of like one to 10, the last episode was better.
0: Well, we're about to get some really, uh, really hype stuff here soon. So I'm
2: excited for the really hype stuff, man. I will say, PinkuBot came back. I enjoyed Tinkubot coming back. That was the high point of the episode.
0: No, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm excited. To, uh, I'm excited to really get into the bulk of the Stone Wars. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty pumped to. I'm pretty pumped to hear your thoughts, Josh, on stuff that's gonna go down, and you know, i am I'm, I'm, I'm ready to see it all play out. Um, yeah no I'm
2: hyped to get to the main bulk of the somewhere stuff too because like you know if I didn't know anything about it if you had never read it and you know that we were just watching the anime I'd be kind of disappointed that this season's only 11 episodes and the first two episodes like the first one was you know it was, it was a good episode it was like the first one of the season but the second episode was kind of weaker um I wouldn't feel good about this season knowing that there's only like what nine episodes left and those are the first two episodes we got so I'm really excited for for
0: more stuff to happen. Yeah. This, I, I, I saw it the other day when I was, uh, cause I was looking into what would be next for Dr. Stone. You know, we had that conversation last week about what yeah. season three would be. And I was unsure about what was next. I was looking into the arcs and, uh, like stone Wars is like less than 40 chapters, dude. Like it's like, it's like 30 ish chapters, So like it being 11 episodes makes sense. Okay. Uh, all right, so hopping over from there, we got Seven Deadly Sins, uh, Season 4, Episode 2, or Season 5, if you're here in the West. Uh, this was a good episode for me just because it was all about Bon and Meliodas. It was all focused on them and Purgatory, which are my two favorite characters. Uh, so getting some bro time. Getting some bro t- Yeah, it was. It was a lot of bro time. Uh, um, you, you, speaking of bro time, you do get introduced uh, to the character Wild, which is uh, Mild's older brother. Uh, in this episode it is revealed that mild is actually Hawk. So you do get to introduce to his older brother in this episode. And I would say about like 90% of the episode is focused on what's going on in purgatory between these two and them looking for the demon king here in purgatory to try to, you know, to at least get bond to get out. Meliodas won't necessarily be able to get out at this moment based on other stuff we have going on with his actual body, but uh, at least for bond to get out. And since Meliodas is now like conscious and he's here, you know, mentally, you know, now they, they'll be able to get him out later on. We do get, we do get a little bit of a follow up of what's going on with like the Archangel and Zelda's and stuff like that. But I mean, overall it's a good, it was a good episode for me. Um, just cause I, you know, I, I enjoyed the bro time. I enjoyed the jokes that took place the entire time. Uh, just looking forward to the rest of the season for sure. Um, without jumping into, to more, to more spoilers there, but, uh, yeah, just good episode. Enjoyed it a lot. <clears throat> Well, uh, I think we have now reached over to our chapters. Got to go through our ratings for the week on everything. We did have Weekly Shonen Jump. Uh, this is his first week back into a normal schedule, right? Shonen Jump? Yeah. Should be, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, I do want to say for the next week, One Piece will be on a break. So 1002 will not be in the next issue. It's coming out in a couple of weeks. I know.
2: So it's so sad.
0: Yeah, it is, man. Um, so let's just go ahead and just kick off with that. One thousand and one, man. It was it was hype. What would you rate this, Josh? Ten out
2: of ten. Uh it's chapter one thousand was good. Chapter one thousand and one pushed to the limit, it was even better. Um there's one scene in particular that is probably my favorite scene.
0: Was it the one with uh, law, not- Luffy and Kid? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, same yeah
2: <laughs> yeah it I was amazing
0: I, you know what like this is gonna be my the first uh rating of this I, I'm gonna I, I would have given one piece but I'm gonna agree with you it's a 10 out of 10 chapter I think that's the yeah. first 10 out of ten I've given to one piece to start review rating them on here but it really was a good fucking chapter it,
2: it was and it did it it you know it 1000 was good but thousand one just
0: was it was so much better yeah it, it definitely it was, pushed it it definitely pushed it yeah. What what about uh, My Hero Academia two ninety seven? Would you guys what would you guys rate this one?
2: I'm gonna give it a solid, uh, yeah, seven sounds good.
0: I can agree to a seven. I think I think I think seven's a, a good way to go. You know, I mean, it, it was a
2: good chapter overall, but
0: with what exactly
1: is going on, it's more or less just happening. We're not really getting any focus on any specific thing other than you know this main situation going on.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's fair. I can agree to that. Uh, what about Black Clover, 278? 278.
2: Man, I'm going to give it like a 9 out of 10 just for the end because it was so good. It was so good when Jack just like comes back. It notches. It's like I shouldn't have underestimated you.
0: You know, I'm going to – I'll give it an 8. That, that those are both fair i think i'm gonna edge it to a nine for me just for the simple fact that it's nice to see a side character you know who is prominent into some capacity really kind of have a moment i you know that, that i thought that was super dope this was a good chapter for that reason and that's yeah. why i've honestly what, been enjoying this arc as well because everyone's kind of getting a cool moment
2: yeah because the last two uh, the last two chapters this one and the last one it was kind of like secondary side characters that are kind of prominent but not like the main characters yep getting those those big wins,
0: yeah, yeah,
2: and their respective fights, which is really nice, really refreshing, especially and also too because I like Jack and I like Jack and Yami's like how they uh, interact with each other. True, so. true.
1: I just enjoyed during Jack's backstory just that like I can cut that.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I can cut that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what about uh, the Jitsu in One Thirty Four?
2: 134 it was good uh, I give it an 8 out of 10
0: Just for the, the line <laughs> What type of girls do you like Yeah, I, 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 I agree. agree 8 out of 10 for Toto's sister coming into play I, agree. Yeah, I agree 8 out of 10 is a good way to go for it
1: Like Just that reveal that he has That sister and just how she
2: comes into play She's so good
0: Right but right see,
2: I don't think she's his actual sister I think he's she's his sister Like the way it adores his brother
1: they have the
2: same last name. Oh, do they? Yeah. I didn't realize that. Okay, never yeah, mind. Yeah. I, I had to go
1: back and like, look back into
2: the phone. So. Gotcha. By the way, speaking of, speaking of this, have you guys seen, like, it's like a meme where, like, Toto's looking at this locket and, like, the picture of Itadori's gone. He's like, Where's my brother? And, like, that blood dude is there and he's got a picture <laughs> of door in his locket. He's like, He's my no. brother now.
1: <laughs> I have seen that, but that is funny.
0: All right, hopping over from there. Uh, Zach, what would you think of Dr. Stone 181 with all the context you have?
1: I mean, they specialize. <laughs> I give it a
0: six. Yeah, I, I give it a six as well. You know, not a whole lot's going on right now. You know, with uh, what, what they what, what they ended up coming up with in this chapter, uh, a couple things they they found out about that was cool, and I could bump it to a seven because of that. Actually, you know what? I'll bump it up to a seven because uh, they did come to one pretty, I you know, in my opinion, very key realization for what happened all those years ago. So I'll, I'll bump up to a seven for that because of the key realization they figured out. Um, it, was,
1: it was sort of a good info dump for just the investigation that is this series. <laughs>
0: Yeah, true, true. Uh next up we have uh Yozakora 66. Yo, dude, I'm going to give this like probably like a, a 9, man. This was a really really good fucking chapter right before. Next chapter does officially start uh the the mission that they are embarking on, so this is, you know, really the beginning of what's going to be the bulk of the arc and man, there was a really really awesome moment between the eldest brother and our our protag, who the eldest brother is like, you know, super protective of, you know, the Protag's wife, his younger sister. Really cool moment between those two. Lots, you know, with some key information being dropped as well. Nine out of ten from me. Um, What about Mashal45? What What'd you think of this one, Zach? Seven. I can agree to that. I think seven's probably a good rating for it. Wow, that's a low rating for Mashal. You guys love that series. We do love Mashal, yes.
1: Honestly, there wasn't a whole lot that went on other than Apparently Mashal has an addiction to cream puffs.
0: Yeah, his giant cream puff. Which
1: I and thought was
0: hysterical.
1: He literally escaped his friends playing a board game to be able to pay for this thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, he did. You know, it's that's just, that's not really like an obvious it's not like that's not like a super important thing. So like it, uh, we'll just go ahead and like really kind of talk about that very briefly. Like they were having a board game, having a great time, and he literally is like, "All right, guys, I'll be right back." And he comes out the door and literally goes on a full blown marathon sprint, super far away. And he and when he finally stops, he's like, "Okay, I think I'm finally far enough away where I can enjoy this cream puff all to myself." And he pulls this thing out. And it's like fucking bigger than his head.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's the, it's as big as his head, and it's the length of his shoulders with. It's it's just Jesus. it's so
0: fucking stupid. I love this damn series so much. I I think seven good just, though.
1: And then just the introduction of the secret we have discovered. People can apparently do.
0: Yeah. True. True. Uh, what about Phantom Seer chapter nineteen? I'm not cut up on Phantom Seer. I'll say that.
1: Honestly, I would only give this probably a six for me personally.
0: Okay. Okay. Um. I'd probably give it a seven. I think I'll give it a seven. I think a seven's a good. Good rating for it. Um, you know, you know, with the kind of the couple things that we got to see involving this counselor dude. Um, you know, and like his age, for example, a couple things like that. Uh, I, I think, I think a seven's, I think, a fair rating for me personally. Uh, what about Sakamoto Chapter Seven? What would you rate this one?
1: I would give it a seven.
0: Seven. Okay. It
1: it's a good. Just what's going on is from the previous chapter, Sakamoto has a head on his on him now, and it's just chapter of him trying to enjoy an amusement park with people trying to kill him.
0: <laughs> all right, all right. I like it. I dig it. Uh, what about Kaiju number eight, chapter 23? What would you guys give this one? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it about a six the end was really good, but that's
2: kind of how it always is. Like the end gets really hype. True. true. But for, for main content, it was, it was about a six. It was a weaker chapter.
1: Yeah. I'm going to agree with a six
0: as well. I think I'll actually I'll actually do a seven, and it's just because I liked seeing uh, the dynamic between our our pro tag and his friend, whatever you know, kind of doing that nod where he even you know thought or whatever, it's like oh you know she did remember, you know I like I like I liked those kind of dynamics in a series. Uh, I like the dynamic we we'll get to see with the vice captain and stuff like that, and our our pro tag. So because of stuff like that, and plus the ending was really hype. I'll I'll, I'll give it a seven. I think a seven's a good rating. Yeah, I thought you me. were gonna
1: say seven because of the interaction between.
0: Costco and the bus captain. Yeah, yep, yep. I enjoy yeah. stuff like that a lot. Uh, I mean, I
2: enjoyed it too. It just, you know, it felt, I guess, weaker.
0: No, I mean, and that's fair. I, that's fair.
2: We we kind of have a, a a chapter like this. The last chapter was kind of like this, and you know, we're kind of waiting for more something to build up, which it looks like it's it's about to happen. Soon.
0: Right. Um, next up I've got, uh, Boruto, chapter 54, um, man, it, it, very fast paced, uh, very fast paced of what uh, all transpired in this chapter left with a pretty massive cliffhanger. I will say that, um, Sasuke with his 500 IQ plays, uh, I I would say probably a 7 if it you know and I get that it's monthly so that's why like Boruto like these past few chapters have felt really rushed like each chapter had a really fast pace but it's all been pretty solid content but I don't know I, I'd say this one I'd give personally probably a 7 uh, we'll we'll see we'll, we'll see where this cliffhanger leads us going into uh next month You um, know
2: before we move on um I'd like to say it's kind of interesting because you know now we know Kishimoto's back on Boruto and you're saying it's so fa- last few chapters have been kind of fast paced Yep. That's kind of interesting. Just, uh, you know, just in the, that, that fact that he's back on it now, full time, like as a writer and yeah. they're kind of going like faster.
0: Well, I feel like one reason there's a couple of reasons they're going faster. Um, two reasons off the top of my head. One of them is what I really do believe is a reason why. And the other one's just a theory why uh, the reasons being number one, you know, he came in at the very tail end of the, this fight we have going on. So this could be like him trying to finish up this, what we have going on. So then we can get to what he's going to do next. Uh, the other reason why is to quickly get to a time skip that, that, that's just me theorizing there. Uh, but that, that's what I think. That's why I think it's, uh, kind of going a little bit faster. These past couple chapters is just just to wrap up, you know, what was already being done so he can go do what he wants to do. But, um, Next up, I have Dragon Ball Super Chapter 67. Honestly, I'm going to give this like a nine. I really liked a lot of the content that was in this chapter. A lot of it, you know, kind of teasing some of the stuff to come uh, involving our new character, Granola, uh, his past with the Saiyans, his past with Frieza, uh, as well as some pretty pretty massive teases involving like Vegeta and Beerus and Whis and Goku. Uh, everything yeah. going on there. There was a, a lot of cool content in this chapter. Ultra Instinct involved as well. I mean, there's a lot of awesome stuff about this chapter. I'm giving this a nine.
2: I haven't caught up on Dragon Ball Zuber, but I'm reading some of the, uh, the speculation about what's going to happen to Vegeta in the future, and yep. I'm kind of hyped for that. It kind of makes me want to jump into the series now, because if, if that's right, that's huge.
0: Yeah, it is. It's, it's it's unbelievably huge. So, yeah, I give this a 9. Great setup chapter. Great setup chapter for this arc, for sure. No doubt about that. Um, next up, I got Eden Zero, 126. Uh, I'm probably going to give this a 9. I Like, last chapter, I mentioned last week in the episode, we got introduction to... Who's gonna, uh, a character that's going to be a key character? I think short term. I don't think he's gonna be a long term key character. Uh, but I, I love this character. We only got a I, we only got a few pages worth of the character. And then we went back and we followed up on what's going on with Elise and James. Um, but the the little bit we got of the character, this guy's a meme lord, and I love him, and I'm all about it. Uh, I, 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 overall, great content of the chapter beginning to end. Lots of good stuff. Um, love eating zero, dude. So good. Yeah, nine out of ten from me um all right let's hop over to the webtoons wrap this show up uh so first up we got solo leveling 136 zach what would you rate this one eight i agree i think eight's i think eight's good um i, I definitely think eight's good i love some of the lines in this where i think my, my favorite part about this chapter just a single line where someone says like this isn't even like you know a hunter versus monsters it's like a monster versus a monster I love that line. Yeah, the Japanese hunter. Yeah, yeah, that was such a cool fucking line. Yeah, I think eight's a good uh, good rating. Uh, What about God of High School? Four ninety nine. I
1: honestly give it a nine. I quite enjoyed the chapter.
0: What what would you say that you would rate it? A nine. Nine. Okay, I can respect that. i would probably give it an eight. I think. I think. I think eight's probably a good rating for me personally. Uh, It was a good chapter. I really enjoyed it. Almost chapter five hundred coming out tonight. Actually, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, unordinary two Seven. Seven. Okay. Um, I'm flirting with a seven or eight. Uh, the only reason I'd push to an eight is just seeing Arlo finally not be a complete fucking moron. It's the only reason why I kind of want to push to an eight, but I'll, I'll stick with a seven. I think, I think, I think seven's good for it in terms of the content that we got. Um, and lastly, we got LC 95. What would you rate this one?
1: Let me going a little C95 a 7. 7, okay. Because we're finally getting uh, in towards the build-up to our next big sort of situation in it, finally.
0: Okay, okay. All right, well, that's everything that was on the slate today. Um, Josh, Zach, do you guys have any uh, have anything that uh, you want to throw out there?
2: Uh, I'm good. I think we got everything that I wanted to cover.
0: I mean, I'm still waiting for us to
1: start talking about. So what? I'm a spider.
0: Oh yeah, I'm not aren't doing that. Aren't you going to
2: give us a? Aren't you going <laughs> to give us a review on that, Alex?
0: No, no, we're not doing that
2: one. Yeah, next episode, Alex is going to review. So what? I'm a spider.
0: No, I'm um, no. Really looking forward to it. Well, get, get, I hope you're looking forward to being disappointed.
2: He's going to review at the same time he reviews Dragon Quest episode 3.
0: All right, all right. right, That's the show, everyone. Thank you so much for (laughs) listening if you made it all the way to the end. Until next time, guys, have a good one.
2: Bye.